You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by Jason Shear. Jason, coming to you live from a bathroom or a hotel bathroom, it appears. Jason, where are you? I'm at a, a hotel in an undisclosed location. This is the sweet part. Is this because of the AC? Yeah, yeah. Fill us in. What's going on here? When are you, when are you going to Tahoe? I'm leaving tomorrow. I should be living in your house. I offered it what? to you. That's not true. That's fake that news, true. everyone. It's very true. Uh, it's very so now I'm in a hotel because they can't fix it to tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll see. Uh, I don't like any of this. Um, we're all right. We got a lot to talk about, though. What hotel are you at, though? Three Palms. It's not bad. It's a little hotel on the side of Oracle, but it's not bad. All right. Is it by Granted Oracle? No, 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 no. no Oracle no. Nina. All right. We got a lot to get to this show. Jacob Franklin, I hope I didn't upset your meal that you were eating, uh, that you're eating just now. But you know what? You brought up a topic and I just returned fire. Pardon the pun. That could be a good poll question, by the way. Buffalo spot. Do you do you like Swiss cheese? Yeah, that is a good one. I have, uh, that is a good one. I have many people that think I'm Swiss and I'm not <laughs> wrong. All right. We got a lot to get through this show. We're going to talk Big 12, Pac 12. We're going to talk uh, some Arizona football. We're going to talk some Arizona basketball. Dylan Anderson in the bike. We have Frank Caliendo coming on this weekend, Shear's favorite person, and a ton to get to. But first, let's talk. It is now Media Week. Now, you remember at this time last year, many we were ta- uh, many people were talking about how. There would be a media deal right around the corner. Some people were even pushing out August 6th as a date. Others were pushing somewhere in there. This was not 2023 we were talking about. This is 2022. A year later, Sheer, we are in the exact same boat with absolutely no information, but we are going to speculate on some stuff. Sheer, how are we at this point right now? And this is embarrassing, let's be honest. I just think it's it's fake deadlines and, and people running with them like it's and, and presidents are going to say, especially a president of like Washington state is going to say, oh, we're right there. We're right around the corner because that's the only choice they have. They're going to sign whatever is put in front of them. No second thought, no discussions, nothing. They're signing. And so people are running with what those guys are saying without doing their own looking or their own investigating. And that's how we're at this point. And then. 
the Big 12 beat them to the spot and um, you know, that reset everything and now you have layoffs everywhere and it's it's real interesting. I mean, I, it's no end in sight, maybe. All know. right. So here's the Big 12. And now you get a lot of the uh, the staunch proponents of the Pac-12 that are now backing off a little bit that before saying that they were confident that they would beat the Big 12's number. That has now been beaten back a little bit too well. You know, it'll be close enough. And if it's close enough, then we'll stay. Here's my problem with that. Big 12 number is 31.7 million per school. Let's just say for arguments, for giggles, let's just say it's 26 million. Let's say you're going to take a $6 million per year hit to stay in the conference of champions. Where is this money coming from? Again, nobody has any answer for me. And if you keep telling me it's going to be a combination of Apple and CW, I'm telling you, you are wrong. Those are not those are secondary type entities at this point. These are not the main factors here. I do not see Apple and CW coming in with a 30 million dollar per year deal for all the Pac-12 schools where you'll still have some form of visibility. The people I trust have no idea where the deal is coming, but. Um, someone I talked to that you know who it is that I trust quite a bit says that there's always the possibility that Apple just comes in and saves the day with the caveat that Apple's going to want all of it. Like there, I would be very surprised if it's Apple says, oh, we'll take 75 percent and give this and this to ESPN. Well, why would Apple do that? Apple right. wants all the best games to itself. And why would ESPN want to show, you know, Cal versus whatever in, in any sport? And so Apple is coming in here to save the day. You and let's just say, for example, if Apple is coming in here to save the day and somehow they are going to give 30 million dollars to each school combined with the vaunted CW, which everybody is hit on now, they are going to want total control over that. What that means is you have absolutely no you have absolutely no cable option right there. You are strictly streaming at that point. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't see a, a scenario where Apple says, you know what? We'll buy the Pac-12 rights. We'll give you thirty million or whatever. But you know what? We'll we'll give our best games to the CW and ESPN and all that. We don't need those best games. That's just not how Apple operates. Apple has full control, even with the MLS. Apple's still taking the best games and all that. And so, look, if George gets this done, all the credit to him. No one saw it coming. I just don't know at this point. Like you say, like where is it coming from? And even Kinzano could say, look. You know, just wait, it's going to happen. and But they never say where it's going to happen. There's never – and see, that's to me – that's where this thing has all been a smoked herring. or No, not a smoked herring. Oh, a, I like that. A smoked herring. It sounds hungry. Jacob Franklin, you're eating right now. You're eating a smoked <laughs> herring. A red herring. Don't worry about it. You're going to love the deal right around the corner. And here is what I – always bring up to these people besides the pac-12 tournament give you the pac-12 tournament when has the pac-12 ever been on the cutting edge of anything athletically what have they ever led from the front instead of getting slapped from behind how about that and look i would actually respect the pac-12 if they say yeah we're selling it all to apple we're going all streaming we think that's where it is five years deal all streaming catch us if you can and in five years all these other conferences are going to want to be on streaming and we're already there and we're going to take the risk. I'd rather do that than just the the BS and all that about, you know, it's, yeah, we're going to get 70% Apple, 20% CW, 10% FS1. It's just, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. 
and hear it again. I know that I'm going to start. I don't even mean, I think Oregon State fans think that I intentionally make fun of them. No, I give you a lot of credit because there are way more of you than I ever envisioned there being. Like you and I could make fun of Cal athletics for the next five months and nobody would say anything. Correct. But if you, we get on Oregon State, we're going to get people in here immediately. They're going to start talking about it. But I say that though only because I, I, I say because I kid and I love. With Washington State and Oregon State, I don't understand why they are the ones that keep getting the quotes here. They are going to tell you that everything is great because they don't have any other options. And duh, I'm not breaking any news. This isn't Mike Luke going savant mode or anything. This is Mike Luke telling you that they have no other options. That's why they're going in this route. And now that Kirk Schultz is the head of the Pac-12 executive board or whatever it is, you're just going to get more of these quotes. I mean, I... My guess is on Friday, you're going to see guys like Schultz talking to everybody and anybody and putting great news in their ears. And it's going to be super interesting because a lot of times the ADs are are floating out and about at these things. I'm curious what ADs are made available and all that. Right. All right. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, BetMGM. All right. Here's the deal. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to 1000 back in bonus bets if it loses. Again, if it loses with BetMGM, that's how cool these people are. Um, again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out all the show notes for details. Sheer and I have 100% changed the BetMGM betting lines, and everybody follows BetMGM right here, obviously. You go from four and a half to five and a half wins, back the A, go over Joe Montagna right in there as well, saying back the A, sheer nose is stuff. All right, now let's hear the great Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Number 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, I'm going to let you in on a little bit of a sheer not a bet that we have going on here when it comes to the Pac-12 media deal right here. Now, on this show, I know he gets beat up a lot, but we like we like John Wilner, even though we think he's wrong on stuff and he's kind of being played a little bit. We think John Wilner is a good dude and overall a good reporter, correct, Sheer? Even though he does like playing with Arizona fans' emotions. Yeah, I don't mind Wilner. I, I think that he's reasonable for the most part. Right. You've never come away and saying, dude, that guy, no. Now, but... We now, John Wilner now has had for the longest time, he has had a, uh, he has had a betting line on the Pac-12 survival odds, the, uh, um, the, uh, the hotline survival odds right here. And, um, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but I don't think I am. Initially, this was about four or five months ago. It was, well, if there's not a deal in the next three weeks, we're going to start uh, lowering a half percentage point for each week that it wasn't. About that time frame, Sheer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, as you can tell, there was no deal, but there was the uh, calculation that, well, you know, there were some public statements by the presidents that I didn't expect. Therefore, the line remains unchanged right here. Now, Wilner is back and Wilner has now said that. And again, we're not beating up Wilner here. This is actually kind of a fun <laughs> debate we've had back and forth. But 
Wilner is back and Wilner has said that the uh, point spread will now start going down if there isn't at least something in a timeline, some kind of time frame for a media deal by Pac-12 Media Day. Sheer, you st- you believe that he will stand by this. Is this true? Yeah, I mean, he's he's all in. Like, he's written articles that said that the, the deadline, the unofficial deadline is Friday. Or, you know, that they need some sort of framework deal so now, here's the thing. Like, it is very possible. Like, so I, you're going to look really stupid on Monday when when I'm going to tell you exactly what happens. I I believe that he's going to stick to it. I trust him on this one. But I do worry that George takes the podium, says something really great, and then Wilner falls for it and goes, after the confidence of George, whatever you wrote was perfect. This is what will happen verbatim with no it again. We're time stamping this at 1240 on a Monday. This is after Pac-12 Media Day when there is no deal. The hotline initially viewed Media Day as the line in the sand for the framework of a media deal. But after talking with all the major parties, there is a quiet confidence about a deal getting done. Therefore, the hotline odds remain unchanged at minus four. Sheer, you know that's a real possibility. There's a very good chance that that is what is said. But come on. Isn't it three and a half now? It's three and a half now, I thought. I thought it was four. Is it three and a half? You think it's three and a half. Well, you know what? It's not on the BetMGM line, so I don't go and I look. I don't look at it. I only look at BetMGM lines. Now, let's talk a little bit about some of these other. We need to talk a little bit about this academic factor as well. I keep getting people that say, well, you know what? Arizona's academics are far more in line with the Big 12. Okay, be that as it may. Let's, let's say you're right. That doesn't matter if there's no deal. <laughs> I mean, that's what I keep. That's what I keep going to. That doesn't matter, Sheer, if there's absolutely no deal involved. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, I, am I missing something? I look in a in a dream world. The Pac-12 aligns with the Big Ten the most. We all combine, and everyone has a grand old day because hey, we align. We align with the ACC. Yeah, But that's it's not that easy, right? You can't stay in a conference that doesn't have the power to exist. If the Pac-12 has the money, of course they all want to stay in the Pac-12. We've both said that, that if they get the deal, that in an ideal world, Arizona stays in the Pac-12. Because if it stays in the Pac-12, that means that they got a good enough deal. But if they don't get a good enough deal, what Pac-12 are you staying in? Well, and that's see, that again is my point, is that if there isn't a deal, you could say all you want about the academics and whatnot, and we're going to have Tony Altimore on Monday. That's a fair on a Saturday. That's a fair warning for all of you out there. People dislike Tony until they see Tony talk. Edward Sanchez, all the way from San Manuel, minor country. We back the A, a all the way. Edward, tip of the cap. Great to have you in here. By the way, there was a little bit of a uh, – listen, when you're Circle K and you are the national entity that is Circle K – Sometimes you're going to get hit with a few arrows. This happened by a, a antagonist on Shear's board, and immediately the people backed Circle K because Circle K backs them. Back the K. You can get them anywhere in town. Oracle, Grant, up in Shear's ritzy area, or down where I live at the U of A. Now, make sure you're not missing out on great stuff. Text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club. Get a buy one, get one free Polar Pop on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. Head to CircleK.com slash store locator to find a Circle K near you. Sheer, when were you last to Circle K? Uh, it's been a, a few days, but there's one right next door to the hotel. So maybe I'll, I'll go later. 
All right. All right. Well, we're going to hold you to this one right here. Now, so let's look at uh, what are the things, too, that people like doing. And again, we're we're both kind of in the same page right here. And that, yes, if there's a good, decent enough TV deal where you actually have exposure and you're not buried in the back of something, then sure, go ahead and stay with the uh, go ahead and stay with the Pac-12. I don't believe that to be the case. Again, I'd love to be wrong. But you look at some of the schools now that uh, your Marco, our buddy, your Mark over in the Big 12. By the way, Brett, you're not returning my calls. Come on. I want to get you on the show. Um, you look at school like a UConn. I like a school like a UConn. Uh, UConn does a lot more for me than an SMU does. I mean, that's for sure. Um, you also you're also looking at a Memphis schools like that. These are for all the for all the uh, uh, the pious remarks about the Big Twelve being a truck stop co- uh, conference. I'll take UConn every day of the week over SMU. Yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's a situation like UConn still been great to me because it doesn't the football doesn't move the pile. But if you're if you're saying look. We're all in on the basketball element. Obviously, there's no comparison. If you're all in on the football element, then you're probably choosing SMU. To me, from a pure athletic standpoint, I would obviously rather have UConn because UConn has a national brand in basketball. SMU doesn't have a national brand in anything. Anything. And they're the 10th thing in their own market. Yeah, so are you really delivering the Texas market with SMU? Yeah, that's what I don't get too. Like, can we stop pretending like SMU is part of the the Texas or the Dallas market or anything? Right. Like, it, it's not. It's not delivering anything. If it was, it would be in a real conference. Well, that's what I'm saying too. And not only that, they would be dominating in their sub tier conference right there as well. Sure. All right. Brett McMurphy made a really good point a while back. Brett McMurphy, by the way, you should be following him on Twitter. Brett McMurphy is the guy that has broken uh, stuff time and time again. Brett McMurphy has been on this show. McMurphy said something to to me a while back. When I had him on the radio, (laughs) look at that little flex, Um, where I asked him about, you know, uh, well, the Pac-12 is denying all of this. They're saying that everything is great. And he said, listen, he said, I covered and I covered and I broke the breakdown of the Big East up until the very last second. They were saying about how committed they are. It was all this unity statements, all of that stuff. And then what? Guess what? The next and I'm even telling the uh, the um, the conference president this, asking him about it. And he says, oh, don't worry. He said, look at their statements. They're fine. The next day they were out the door. So just because something, buddy's saying something publicly doesn't necessarily mean that's true. Now, again, I'm not speaking for the Pac-12 here, but there certainly is precedent here, Sheer. Yeah, it's – I don't believe anyone anyone says. Like, you believe it, it, I believe you. That's it. You're the only one I believe. Like, is Jim Moore the coach at UConn? Yeah. Oh, well, sign him up, man. Well, no, and he said well there, but it's still like – People think if a school's successful, there's a national brand. Like Boise State, for instance, has had success. They're not a brand. There's a reason why they're not in a major conference. Right. Um, you know, and, and I, I, I've always said, like, I think uh, all these rumors, the more rumors there are, the less I think it's going to happen. Like, now the hot rumor is Colorado on Monday will announce. I, I don't think it'll happen because whenever you hear it, it it's, it's, there's very few people that know the actual date. Like we've never gone into the whole dates thing, because I have no clue on a date, none. I have no idea, right? Right? It, it's not going to be like that. It's well Monday because 
you know, it, it just it doesn't work like that. And and like McMurphy said, like up until the last minute, everything's gonna look fine until the day where it all doesn't anymore. That's it. Now you're now a close confidant on yours, uh, Greg Swaim has uh, uh, thrown out a lot of different dates. I don't see any of these dates uh, coming to a manifestation share. That dude has thrown out. Eventually, these guys throw out so many dates that they're just going to be right because they're saying that something's happening every single day. Oh, to all the people out there, too, that think that I uh, that I don't play it fair on all of this. Uh, he asked me to uh, post something to make uh, Tony Altimore look bad. And I said, I know I like Tony Altimore. We will not post anything to make Tony Altimore look bad. Tony Altimore, that is for you. All right. But in summation, this is going to be all kinds of fun this week. It's also because remember, if you remember the Pac-12 Media Day last year, Klievkov came out firing, saying that not only are they open for business, maybe he'll take some of the Big 12 schools. Well, Obviously, that didn't end up happening. The Big 12 has a deal now. What kind of uh, bluster slash bravado do we look for? I think it's going to be a lot of BS, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I do. Are we? Do we have confirmation George is taking the podium? I, dude, I haven't seen it either, but I've got to believe that he's. I got to believe that he's taking the podium. There's no I way that it's, he has to. Right? It'll be him, Merton Hanks, and Kirk Schultz. That would be my guess. Because I, I, that makes you look even more neutered than possible if you don't take the stage. I liked it last year when he came out and he was firing shots. He didn't mean any of it, but I liked it. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Does he take a shot at the Big 12? Like, does he is he ballsy enough to go like, none of our schools are going to the Big 12? Or I, the one last year was great when he said, like, we haven't decided if we're going shopping or not. Correct. Yes, that was but, great as well. That was great. Do you think he's confident enough to take a shot at the Big 12 and say none of the schools are leaving? Meanwhile, if you remember, though, he was asked about the Big 10 and he said he didn't really want to go into that. The exact conference that has actually rated your schools you didn't want to talk about. Yeah, because the Big 10, like today, um, Greg Sankey, the SEC commission, they have media days. He literally said, admitted that like they have the power to just ruin college football right now. Like they could invite any of these schools in they're in. And he goes, I'm just going to let everyone else handle that. The, like, we're not expanding right now, basically. Clint Moses. He's the same thing. That's why George never went out the Big Ten, because he knew that if the Big Ten wants, tomorrow they can invite Oregon and Washington, and the Pac-12 is dead like that. Correct. Wait a second. Would they not add Oregon State? Uh, Oregon State, I assume, would go to the SEC. Correct. Now, um, what did, uh, uh, Clint Moses said, your Mark dodged uh, questions, but nobody says anything about it. What did he dodge? Everything he said when he could took over, he's done. The three yeah, main te- The one thing about him you can't say is that he dodges questions. I, I would love to see the example. I would love to know that. Quinn Moses, we like you, but uh, we w- I would love to know that example because I do not know of this example. Like I said, the reason I like your mark is this. I know that he's viewed as an ir- irritant and an agitator. Guess who's been comp- uh, accused of that as well? Me. And you know what? I like myself, but uh, not comparing myself to the great Brett Yormark, but Brett Yormark did say everything he said, we're going to get a TV deal. We're going to get a raise. We're going to take care of Texas and Oklahoma, and we're going to expand. Sheer, he did all of those things. Meanwhile, over in the Pac-12, we have unity statements. Just action. I want action. Like, I'm yes. so, this is, look, this is great for business. Right? It is. Alignment is great for business, but I don't want to, like, Fall camp starts in two weeks. 
I don't want to talk about realignment. I want to talk about Oh, Arizona. stop. You want to keep talking. You oh, know it's man. good for your subscription. Stop. It, it, you know what I'm saying. Like, Media Day will be funny. I just wish, like, it would be – I don't want Arizona to play against Mississippi State on whatever channel that is, and they're talking about the future of the Pac-12 for half the broadcast. That's what I'm saying. All right. By the way, LFG, you're a very good uh, poster. We need more of you, not less of you, because we rely on you to, you all to carry us through right here. He says, within Dallas-Fort Worth, Cowboys, Mavs, Stars, University of Texas, OU, and TCU all receive more media and fan attention. Within Dallas-Fort uh, within Dallas Fort Worth, uh, SMU, Tech, and Baylor are not separated by blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Unity statements, though. We do agree there will be a unity statement, though, at some point, correct? Yeah, well, for sure. I'm not, I'm not, I would go as far as to say, I'm not sure they even wait to Friday. They might release one on Thursday night just to try to be like, hey, uh, we released a statement last night. Please refer to that. Do you have a preemptive unity statement, perhaps? One on yeah. Thursday and then one on Friday? Uh, would not surprise me at all. That's and there's going to be some sort of leak on Thursday to Kenzano or Wilner. Like Schultz is going to call them and give them something off record from a source. That says they don't have a deal, but they're entering media day with confidence and all that crap. Confidence, and it's right around the corner. By the way, when you look at Sheer right now, look at the hotel that he's in. you got to be thinking to yourself, man, that dude's cool. The only thing Sheer is missing is Shady Rays. All right, here's the deal. The great Jacob Franklin is a very tall man, which means he is closer to the sun than Shear and I are. You know what he needs? Sunglasses. You know what he relies on? Shady rays. Men that are closer to the sun who want to look cool, they also want to have shady rays. Be like Jacob Franklin. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code word PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated three stars by 250,000 people. All right. Been asked about this a lot. I'm not going to get into the details of it because I don't know any of the details of it. I don't know why they're sending Jade and Delora to media day. That doesn't make any sense to me, but I also have a great deal of confidence in Jed Fish that they know what they're doing. So I am going to acquiesce to that one right there, Sheer. But if you're asking me individually, I don't know why, because that's going to be the only question that's going to be asked, even when it's told that he's not going to be answering those questions. Yeah, it surprised me. Uh, I know like I got a text from uh, a couple other local guys and we were all shocked. Like I just didn't. I, I didn't think he would be an option at all. To me, it was one of these local guys. Would he also maybe drive at night? Yes, he was one of them. Both guys, both, you know, and the an editor here, but like Jacob Cowing, Michael Wiley. A lot of like different options. Was, Jordan yeah. Morgan. Yeah. I mean, there there's so many options, but to me, this is almost like an FU from Jed. Like we support Jaden Delora. We're going to put him out there to show you how much we support our guy. And we're going to have his back in this environment. But it is, it is absolutely, I mean, I think trade on Stukes is surprising too, but you know, it's, that's like whatever to me, but putting Jaden out there, someone's going to ask. And you know, who? and I believe it's going to be a local reporter that is going to ask. David Kelly is going to ask the question. 100% 100 with hashtags. So again, we'll, uh, we'll see exactly. uh, We'll see how it plays out. I don't really know uh, how, I don't know why they're doing it, but again, I got faith in Jed Fish. Like you said, this might just be a middle finger. Yeah, we went through it. We're back in Jaden Delora. We're back in JDL, and we're back in the A in the meantime. Five of a kind media. Is Gilbert's son Elijah good? Yes, he's very, very good. He's been offered by the U of A this year. 
Yeah, he's been offered. They've been watching him. I think they watched him last night, actually. Uh, yeah, they're in on him. I saw highlights with Koa Pete on Compton Magics and saw him on the team with him. Koa Pete's running with the Magic? Yeah, he's always running with the Magic. I didn't know that. I guess I didn't know that. All right. Well, and there tonight, you go. Mike, tonight, since we're shifting to basketball recruiting for a minute, Jamari Phillips and Carter Bryant are on ESPN. What, to- what time? Six, 6 or 6.30. Before the game is Braden Burries. Can we, Jacob Franklin, can you pull up some of the Jamari Phillips highlights right here? I'm going to get the exact time for you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This is what Sheer, I, I love beating you guys. I love beating you guys up when I can, but I can't right here. This kid, you guys were ahead of the curve on this kid. I remember Murph telling me a while back that this kid's way better than his rankings. He's supposed to be a five-star. Sheer, you guys did God's work on this one right here. There is absolutely no flaws in Jamari Phillips' game. My only concern is that he ends up being 6'4 or 6'5, and if he ends up being 6'4 or 6'5, we're not going to be able to see him here more than a year. But this was a great, great pickup by the Tommy Gun. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've talked about him before. It's just his his skill set is elite for a kid his age. He does not play like a high school player. Like if you watch high school guys, a lot of their offense, um, they'll beat guys off the dribble and all that. But he's a guy that can create his own shot. That is very unique. You can make a very real argument that he's the best pure scorer in high school first class. I thought that he was going to – Initially, when he committed, again, I thought he'd be a two-year player. And you know, I'm going to give myself a little bit of kudos right here. I was very high on him from day one. Shout out to the Phillips family. We're trying to get them on for tomorrow. Um, But I thought it might take a a year. He's going to come in and average 12, 13 a game immediately this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's just too good of a scorer not to. Um, he's going to make an impact as a freshman right away. I don't like doing the one done two years just because I – Oh, but you're about to. Well, who knows? Because we've seen how many players go early when they're not supposed to. Do I? Yeah, think he, you know what it is though. Done? I was telling his pops this the other day. He feels like he feels like a first round pick. Yeah, I mean, do I think he's going to have a good enough season where he could justify leaving after his freshman year? Absolutely. Right. By the way, uh, people love realignment because we lost thirteen viewers right when we switched over to Arizona basketball again. So people out there that say they don't like it, they're full of it. They like it. They do. Jacob Franklin, tell them all to come back. Oh, by the way, sure, I was at Tap and Bottle this week or uh, this uh, past weekend. Tap and Bottle watch parties. But Scott and Rebecca were celebrating their sixth uh, anniversary up at the uh, Northwest location. I went up there, had some drinks, uh, pressed the flesh a little bit, talked with the kids, signed some autographs. It was a great time. I'll be back up there when I get back from Las Vegas or not, excuse me, Las Vegas from Lake Tahoe. But in the meantime, go go up there, support local. Ew, I just spit on my screen. That's gross. Um, all right, check it out, though. Tap and Bottle, again, best people you will ever find and an awesome bartender staff as well. All right, so let's talk now a little bit about uh, – well, we're going to get to some Arizona football here in a second, but since we're on Arizona basketball, we have Frank Caliendo coming on this week. Frank Caliendo. Now – for all of you that don't know, back the fish, by the way, I like I like that. For all of you that don't know, Frank Caliendo, long been a mentor of Dylan Anderson, coached him in flag football, and um, I'm excited to see what he has to say. Sheer, we're going to put you on record right now. <laughs> Over or under minutes for Dylan Anderson this year where you have to admit, take an L and say that you were wrong on Dylan. What is that number? Eight. Eight minutes per game, and you'll say, you know what, that was my bad. 
Yeah, that's fair, right? Right, I agree with that. It is, I will say, Dylan, I think, has got a little bit more position flexibility, though, than some uh, maybe some people are giving him a little bit of credit for with the way you see him shooting those threes. Are you saying that they should play Dylan at the three? I'm not saying this. <laughs> but you can see a little bit of Dirk there, maybe a little bit more athletic Dirk at times, just at times. A little more athletic Dirk. Are you saying Arizona is going to win the national title? It took Dirk a long time to win his own championship. It's You can't just be one man right there. Also, we have no update on the bike. People, stop mess asking me about the bike. I don't know, but I know his dad bought him a new one. We got to get Dylan in NIL. He, I thought he had an NIL with a bike. Yeah, but a real NIL, though, one with like a car code. Dylan needs a Jeep. If you guys look in the corner of Mike's room, it does look like there's a shadow of a bike. I'm not accusing him of anything. Can you imagine me riding a six foot ten person's bike, dude. By the <laughs> way, you're on the message board. I'm gonna, I'm gonna big big confession here. I don't know how to ride a bike. I knew you didn't. Yeah, I do. There was no way, shape, or form. Is Anderson's game? Oh come on, LFG! After I just gave you that compliment, you come in with this. Is Anderson's game more of a two? Oh stop! He's not a two. Dylan's a four. Dylan's a power forward. Not a five. I mean, he's a five. I agree. But I think Dylan's got a little bit more skill than that as well, Sheer. That's fair. I get the key. I think he's a four. All I right. Well, all right. Well, Keyshaw Johnson, you better be working there, my friend, because you got Dylan Anderson on the heels right there. Um, oh, by the way, before we get to football, did you see Carter Bryant's dunk? I did. I'm proud of my guy. Carter Bryant, you're a top 10 player for a reason. We like what we just saw right there. All right. Let's get to a little bit of Arizona football here. So, again, we don't generally – well, Shear doesn't generally uh, speculate in rumors. I do speculate in rumors. Um, first, Damon Williams, um, I would imagine something is done here in the next week or two. What say you, Shear, quarterback out of Basha? He wants to take visits. I think Arizona's trying to stop that from happening. We'll see. I mean, this is a kid. It's a unique situation. He's a four-star. He never took an official visit. Right. Not one. So he wants to take a couple, but um, I still like where Arizona stands. I like where Arizona stands as well. All right. Uh, one thing about Shear's board that's very good is that Shear works very close, hand in hand with the Scott uh, with the MN Wildcat eighty two Scott Schlittenhart. They break news and they pretend they don't really know what's going on. Scott put on the board that he said that Demond Williams uh, would come end up coming to the U of A. This was well over a year ago, correct, Shear? It that yes. And he got beat up on the boards when he committed to Ole Miss. And your guy, your right-hand man, sat there and said, don't worry. He said, lot to play out. Looks pretty good for Demond Williams. He now talked a little bit about a running back named Nate Frazier out of uh, modern day. I don't know how real this is. He said that Arizona was uh, – that he said that don't be surprised if Arizona gets involved. Arizona's not in his top eight. But when you've got the historical precedent that Scott does, you pay attention there, Sheer. Nate Frazier, five-star running back out of modern day. We will take him. Yeah, I know that Arizona's been recruiting him and hasn't given up on him. He was the top running back on the board since the day they made the board. <laughs> so right. they haven't, and, and look, at the end of the day, if you're a school like Arizona, you're not stopping – uh, you don't stop recruiting a kid like that, whether or not you're in his top eight. Would it be an all-time shocker if you wound up at Arizona? Yeah. I mean, look, that, I mean, your top, his top eight is like Alabama, Georgia, USC, the Raiders. Like, it's stupid. Yeah, it's good. So for, for Arizona to land a kid like that would be remarkable. 
you made a you made a case. I would actually make an argument that Arizona landing Frazier would be a bigger get than Elijah rushing. I think it, by a mile. And again, this is no diss to Elijah rushing. Uh, we will always take the top rated defensive end in the country here at Arizona, but he's still a local kid. If you were able to pull out a top four running back in the nation out of modern day, that is Alabama's number one priority. That's Jed fish saying, Nick Saban, you've had your time. Get out of here. I'm doing my own thing now. Yeah. Cause Elijah rushing at the end of the day is five minutes away from the U of a, this is Arizona going into one of the best high schools in America in the backyard of US, UCLA and USC and all that and landing a legit top 120 player at a position where Arizona already has multiple guys on the depth chart. And I know people are – some people on the message board are like, oh, we have running backs, blah, blah, blah. It's the equivalent of – especially if you're Arizona football, you don't turn down a five-star. Like basketball isn't turning down a five-star player. If he calls and commits, you find room for him. Football – I don't care if he's whatever position. You take any five-star that wants to come to Arizona and you worry about the rest later. And you don't move him to another position. You tell him that we need to talk about the running backs. We need to talk about Speedy Luke here, fam, in just a minute here. But also, oh, geez, Sheer, how has your sleep been? Oh, it's probably not been great since you've been sleeping the whole time. All right. (laughs) Pretty good. All right, it's not been good. OG's is here for sheer. OG's is a gummy sheer. Flavoring life is what OG's is all about, and they make it so easy with their wide range of flavors and functions. No matter what it is you need, OG's has a gummy for it. Check out OG's online at OG'sBrands.com and on Instagram at OG's Brands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. All right, Speedy Luke fan. Um... I know he was hurt last year. I do believe, and again, Jed Fish to me is an A, 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 A across the board. I'm sitting here with a bunch of A's behind uh, me doing a podcast. So take it for what it's worth. I didn't love how they used Speedy last year. I thought they, I think they need to get more creative in how they use him. Um, First and foremost, though, I need Speedy returning kicks. You don't bring in players like this not to return kicks. I need Speedy. That to me gets you four. That gets him four touches a game. Bottom line, easy right there. Sheer, I need that from him. Yeah, and I get the argument. He's small and all that, but. Small players return kicks. He was small in high school and he was awesome at it. And yeah, I know there's a strength difference and all that, but a guy like him needs the ball in his hand. So if you're not going to give him the ball on special teams, if you've made that decision because you want to go Jacob Cowing instead, that's fine. But you got to give him more touches in the actual offense then. Otherwise, you're wasting him. Right. So if you're saying, look, you can't get special teams, but we're going to add two or three more touches to what we want to give you in the first place. We're giving you eight to 10 touches a game in our normal offense. I can live with that. But I just don't understand the theory and not having small players. Again, you look at DeAnthony Thomas was a small player. Is that me that froze or you? No, that's me. My bad. Sorry. I just wanted to see if you guys were still watching. Okay, nobody's <laughs> watching anyways. Um, but no, that's why you have these guys. And I have a hard time believing that after watching him in the Army All-American Bowl, that the coaching staff was like, yeah, you look good, but yeah, we're not going to have you return kicks at the U of A. I hate, and I've always hated, putting one of your best players as a punt and kick returner. I know that Jeff Fish is trying to help get Jacob Cowing to the NFL. Cool. I get it. Do not have him return kicks and punts. 
That is a you're asking for an injury. No, not only are you asking for an injury, I think that you're you he got injured last year. Again, that's Jacob Cowing is I know he's listed at like five eleven or six foot or whatever he's listed at. Jacob Cowing's like five eight. This so, sounds bad, but if Speedy Luke gets injured, you could live with it. Right. Because he got injured last year. If Jacob Cowing gets injured now, I mean that really hurts your offense. Yeah, for sure. And you've all obviously you got T Mac, you got uh, Lamo, uh, Montana Lamonius Craig, but we'd like to. See, I'd like to see a little bit more out there. You want Cowing to get his, but I think at this stage in the game, you also have enough players out there that I think you could spread the. Uh, I think you could spread the wealth around there a little bit, Sheer. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and 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 you know, ideally, I want Jetfish to use the wide receiver rotation. I don't want to see the same three guys in there. Like I, I, I like Kevin Green, and I realize that the coaching staff feels that Montana's probably going to be better. But Kevin Green can't sit on the bench the entire game this season. Correct, Just can't. You got to get him in. I don't care if it's ten plays. You got to find a way to get him in. There's also something to be said too for some guys that are just gamers and. I'll say this, when practice is open, when there's scrimmages, Kevin Green usually stands out. I mean, you know, sometimes guys are just like that. It's kind of like with Foles and Nick, uh, uh, I almost said Nick Scott. We were at those practices. Matt Scott was better in practice. But guess what? Yeah. When, the, when the games came, Nick Foles was better. So, I mean, there are dudes that are like that, Sure. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and again, like, I think Montana's really good. And... I realize, again, he's going to to play and start. I get it. But is he so much better than Kevin Green where he can't leave the field for 10 snaps a game? Right. Like now, I, and, I, and last year you had Dornian Singer, and, and, and I get it. You wanted those three guys. I just feel like there's a little more leeway in getting some other guys on the field this year. All right. Now, Foco. Now, you might say, how can I best back Arizona right here? There's a good way to do it. Foco. Foco always has our back for Arizona sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by visiting foco.com using code word PHNX. For all non-presale items, use the pro, uh, promo code PHNX for 10% off. Points of emphasis. Oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to actually read that. Foco is the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment uh, merchandise. Brandon Sanders, the great Brandon Sanders, has come on here before and he is vouched for Foco. Again, it's good enough for Brandon Sanders. We can all rock it out there. All right. Now, tomorrow I'm going to be traveling, but guess what? No days off on these parts. No days off here. We're also going to have a special Saturday show with Shear's best friend, Tony Altamore, to break down all of the Pac-12 propaganda that we're going to be hearing. We're all looking forward to hearing it. But Everybody on there, these comments were fantastic as always. Really appreciate you all. Jacob, I hope you were able to continue eating that sandwich. Um, but before we sign off, Sheer, where can they find you and Scott Schlittenhart uh, creating magic? Uh, wildcatauthority.com, at Jason Shear on Twitter, and apparently in a hotel. That's why I've been texting the AC guys not delivering great news. Uh, so. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. But um, tomorrow we're going to try to have on uh, Deneen and Jamari Phillips talk a little bit about what uh, happened here. Then we got Frank Caliendo Thursday working on getting uh, Polito's father on as well. Oh, by the way, any thoughts on the LSU scum continuing to raid Arizona baseball? Um, eat. <laughs> you do, hey, honestly, it's part of the game now. I hate it. I don't like Jay Johnson. 
but there's nothing. What? Why not? And I, I'm going to get in trouble. He calls up Jay Johnson and says, I want to play for you. Is Jay Johnson supposed to say no? Right. And he's a grad transfer as well. So, you know, I get it. So anyways, oh, but I don't like it. I don't like it. And again, no. we're, we're, we don't stand. We're not back in the J on this one. Correct. Correct. All right. For Jason Shear, I am Mike Luke. Be back with you tomorrow, normal time, 1230. I will be fighting off geese later in the week, though. I will we'll have videos of this. For Jacob Franklin, behind the scene, the man closer to the sun than Jason Shear and I are, we'll be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.